0: Hey, welcome
1: back. This is Bob Lambert. My co-host again is uh, down with the flu, unfortunately. Boy, I hope I'm praying like crazy for her that she gets out of this. But uh, this is a show featuring Christian business leaders to equip and encourage them. Uh, We want to inspire you to live out your faith and work that you do through the daily interactions in your business. So that's really about walking your faith. Again, I'm Bob Lambert, the founder of Samurai Business Group. We uh, offer business owners and teams, sales, sales management, and business development training. Some of the industries I specialize in and serving are the financial services industry, technology, manufacturing, and educational fields. Jennifer is a founder of Sales from the Heart, uh, serving entrepreneurs, coaches, and small business owners nationwide through customized business coaching, one-on-one or in a group. She helps them gain more clarity and direction in their business so they can have more consistency and clients. As she says, say bye-bye distress and hello to a life and business with Unshakable Confidence. Well, I'm so excited about today's program because I got introduced to our guest uh, several months ago through one of the fo- folks that had been interviewed pr- uh, prior to us, and I got so ex- in charge with the conversation that we had. So I want to introduce you to Amira Elghali today. She is the founder CEO of Manifesta, and you're going to hear a whole lot more about that. But this is one bright shining star. Uh, She is Egyptian by birth. She also went to, uh, and actually came to the United States, lived here for a period of time, then went back to Cairo, to the University of Cairo, for her uh, Bachelor's uh, of Arts degree, and then came back to the States and went to Georgetown to get her Master's. So uh, we're going to be really excited to have this. Amira, welcome.
2: Thank you, Bob. I am so excited to be chatting with you today.
1: Yeah. Hey, listen, uh, you know, one of the things that we want to share with people is is that, uh, you know, if you market to everyone, you market to no one. So why don't you give uh, our listeners a little bit of a peek as to who your ideal audience is and some of the things that uh, about what you're doing now.
2: Absolutely. Thanks for this opportunity. So Manifest is a culture design agency, and, and we work primarily with small to medium-sized businesses or teams um, with about 100 employees, um, plus or minus, who, who are led by the, the owner or founder of that business. Mm. So, um, you know, we are really looking to work at, with, alongside leaders who really have the business part down, but need help with the people stuff. Ah. And um, they're often people who are struggling with uh, bringing their values to life in their systems or their processes with their teams or are struggling with maybe retention Mm. of employees or morale. So, um, you know, we work with different kinds of leaders, many different personality types. We are industry agnostic Um, We love learning about new industries and and, and sectors, but um, the consistent is a leader who is um, functionally proficient, but really needs help with the people stuff.
1: Yeah, and I tell people all the time, business is pretty black and white, like you said, the functional stuff. People are gray, so if you're going to have people in your business, you better get the gray part right, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) You know, and that's 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 a good description. And I'm fascinated with it. you've got. uh, Let's just share a little bit of your background, because boy, you've done some fascinating stuff. I mean, you were in uh, Abu Dhabi, right? You spent some time over there.
2: Yes, I was born and raised in Abu Dhabi. Actually, my um, you know we're Egyptian by heritage, and my you know my extended family is in Egypt. Mm. But my parents went to Abu Dhabi in the early seventies. They followed my my grandfather there, who was there from when it was still a desert and um, and I spent the majority of my upbringing uh, in uh, in Abu Dhabi and 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 traveled to Connecticut. Randomly, it's very strange um we 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 immigrated to to Danbury, Connecticut, which is a very small town yes, um that's very different from Abu Dhabi um yeah. And I saw snow for the first time at the age of seven, and I was very excited, and, <laughs> and uh, it changed my life. So, I bet yeah. it
1: did. Holy smokes. That is, yeah. You know, when we chatted about this, I thought, wow, man, how fascinating it is. And, and also multilingual, right? So, how many different languages do you speak?
2: Uh, I speak English, Arabic, and some <clears throat> French. I used to be fluent in French to the point that the. The French ambassador in Abu Dhabi gave me a certificate for my proficiency, uh, but I don't use it as often. So uh, don't test me on it, but I but I can I, I can understand and carry a basic conversation in French. Yes,
1: yes. Uh, obviously, it served you well. <laughs> Just understanding <Yes>. it, right? <laughs> That's for sure. Hey, well, what are some of the key points or takeaways uh, that you want the listeners to know about? You know, uh, some of the things that you're investing in now with people.
2: You know, what I really want the listeners to take away from this and really anybody I encounter Mm -hmm. in my work to take away with this is that a business without heart isn't worth leading and that a leader who leads without love is not really a leader at all. And so I... I don't say that to scare people or to shame people. I say that really to inspire and hopefully awaken people's spirits to the opportunity we have as business owners and leaders to shape and inspire and influence the people who work with us every single day.
1: Yeah. You know, and, and you're, you're quite a, you know, you're a young person. And I, that's what I really love about our show today because you have so much maturity, and you're, it seems like you're a young person with an old person's soul, because when I listen to you, uh, it just oozes out of you, you know, about what your mission is and what you're trying to do. So uh, how did all this manifest itself? How did it manifest, uh, but how did this all culminate in you, you know, to do what you're doing now?
2: Well, thank you, by the way, for that description. Young person with an old person's soul. I love mm-hmm. that. Uh, I am an old soul and I tell people freely and have been saying this for years, that I'm, you know, I'm an 80-year-old woman inside <laughs> um, it, it, in the way I live my life, too. Um, you know, how did this come to be? It's a good question. You know, I didn't have a traditional straight path to where I am today and, you um, You know, one thing that's been consistent for me since I was very young is that I care a lot about people. Mm. I care a lot about people. I have always felt um, a drive to serve and support uh, people who don't have a lot of power. So, you know, underserved communities or um, populations. And it's the reason why I, I studied journalism at the American University in Cairo, I graduated with a degree in journalism because I felt like that would be a path that would allow me to tell people's stories, people who are unheard, people who don't have a voice in the media or in the world. And what I find today, which is really funny, is that now I'm the voice for for people at work. I'm the voice mm-hmm. for employees who who often don't have a voice or don't have a space to voice their needs or um, their dreams and also a voice for leaders who are lonely at the top and don't really know how to reflect their values or their purpose in the way they're leading their businesses. So I'm in this line of work because I care deeply about people and their hearts and living out their life's purpose. And I'm so lucky because I feel God called me to this, and it took a few years for me to figure that out,
3: but <laughs> yeah. I am confident
2: that, that for the first time in my life, I am confident that this was a direct command from God.
1: That's wonderful. I know when I spoke to you, you kind of also reminded me of the book, The, the Reluctant Leader or The Reluctant Entrepreneur. And, uh, you know, you, you were very firm in the fact that God definitely spoke to you about this, and it belied your fears, right? Because you're always fearful of doing this, as, as you shared with me, right?
2: Absolutely. I mean, and, and I have to say, I pray every day for the fear not to, to be stronger than the calling. Mm. Uh, because both of my parents... Are entrepreneurs and small business owners, which mm-hmm. is so cool. You know, as an adult looking back doing this, I think they were so brave. Mm-hmm. They were so smart. They were able to give us a really good life with their own businesses. Mm-hmm. And, you know, growing up, Bob, you know, as a feeler, right? Like mm-hmm. as somebody who loves people and um, loves spending time with people. I really thought I'm never going to have my own business. I will never. I refuse to have my own business when I'm older because <laughs> I all I want to do is have my parents at home. I don't want them to worry. I don't mm-hmm. want them to be stressed about their businesses. And so this is what I told myself okay. for the first 34 <laughs> years of my
3: life. Well,
1: we're going to get back and, to that in a minute because i got to get yeah. out of here and, and let our uh, sponsors. But listen, what I want to do here is Texas at 224 404 1988. And the word faith, Jennifer and I got a big goodie bag here with a lot of stuff in it, and we'd love to be giving that away. Just text us if you got something to say, text us an emoji, whatever you want to do, but Texas at 224-404-1988, and we will get you a, a phenomenal gift and send it out to you. Uh, we're going to get right back here with my special guest today, Amira El-Ghali, and she is going to share even more about her path and the things that she's done. Uh, and how she became this reluctant entrepreneur. So stay tuned, and also make sure you text us again, 224-404-1988, with the word faith, and we'll get you a
0: gift. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, we're
1: back here again on Faith Marketplace. I'm Bob Lambert, the host of the show, and my co-host is homey all today, so uh, we're giving her a bit of rest. But I have a wonderful guest on all the way from D.C. She lives in the suburbs of D.C. And my guest is Amira el She is the president-CEO of Manifesta. Um, boy, that name alone should get your uh, get your get think- yourselves thinking about what is Manifesta and what is this young lady all about. So let's get back here with Amira. Hey, Amira, you know, we we left off a little bit about you kind of being a reluctant entrepreneur getting into this, but you clearly heard some direction from God. So what was he telling you?
2: So I think the message God uh, has been telling me since I was very young is that every single person on earth is special. And every single person was created for a purpose, and we are all so different that it's hard to understand and see that sometimes. When I was younger, I was frustrated by people judging each other for their differences or their weaknesses, and what I felt, you know, as I got older, I, I, in the business world, at 27, I co-founded um, a marketing agency with my professor from Georgetown and I had the chance to lead a a large team for the first time. And I I got to, to have practice um, in truly learning what makes every single person I worked with special, what motivated them Mm -hmm. and then craft our business around that. And so what I found, what I, what I found recently, like in the last, you know, two years, God was calling me to was, to help cultivate this in other business leaders. Because what I discovered is that this doesn't come naturally to many people. Right. This seeing of beauty, the seeing of potential, the, the seeing of talent in other people. And so it's not that we don't want to love the uniqueness of each other. We just don't often know how to see it and how to mine for it. And so I felt God was saying, use this talent. I gave you this talent go speak to other leaders, go find them, influence them, teach them, be their advocate, be their partner, um, and, and help them change the way they work.
1: Yeah, I know one of the assets that you have and one of the things you uh, you know, practice a lot is strength finders, right? And strengths. Yeah. And uh, that's one of the connections how we have. One of our, our guests that we're on was uh, was big into that, and he's actually a professor at one of the schools here. And so... Um, did you practice that or did you initiate that when you were with uh, 360 Live Media?
2: Yes, I, I took the Strength Finder assessment in 2012, and that was the first time I, I even understood that there was such a thing as positive psychology. Mm. There's an entire field dedicated to positive psychology and strength based development, which is focusing your growth on the areas where you naturally do well already. Right. And that was a, that were I mean, it seems really obvious and intuitive, mm-hmm. but the world of work does not operate this way. Yes. Uh, and, and it, it shifted the way I, I led, it shifted the way I worked with clients. It shifted the way I saw myself, you know, which mm-hmm. is actually where it all starts is with self-awareness right. and understanding. Yep. So I use strengths and, um, the Clifton strengths, Tool, which is the new name for Strength finder mm-hmm. a lot in my work.
1: That's wonderful. Now, we're talking about some really positive things here, and just glorious things, and inspirational things, and love, and how you you manifest this, but, you know, along the way, there's been a few challenges, hasn't there?
2: Where do you want me to start, Bob?
1: <laughs> well, I, I, you know, I, I, we like to give both sides of the story here to our listeners, you know. That, for that's, sure. <laughs> So sure. what would you share with our listeners about some of the challenges you've had?
2: So, you know, I can focus first on on the challenges I've had just starting this business, Manifesta. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing is what we talked about before, I am a reluctant entrepreneur. I did not want to start a business. I never wanted to own a business. And um, I, it, it is very lonely. Mm-hmm. And the loneliness of... Uh, shouldering all the decision making and all the different parts of the business, um, it sometimes makes it hard to get out of bed. And something that has encouraged me recently, I had an epiphany, and uh, <laughs> I think the epiphany was God. Talking yep, to there me. there you go. <laughs> um, I realized that even though I don't have a business partner, like a real-life human business mm-hmm. partner, right. I have God. There you go. And, I mean, what better business partner could there be? And, you know, it could sound really cheesy, mm-hmm. but the truth is that the hardest situations I've had to encounter when I really, really um, center myself and pray and focus and remember that God is with me, I truly feel like He is with me in mm-hmm. in that situation. And so I just feel like that has been um, a really helpful paradigm shift for me as yeah. a
1: business owner. As I've shared with people, because I've gone through quite a bit of, as you know, with the peer groups and, and learning that uh, when I got involved with a Christian peer group, I really started to realize this is not my business. This is God's business. I'm a servant. Yeah. I'm a steward of this yes. business. And when I've done public speaking events for, um, you know, Christian business leaders, I basically introduce them as to who I report to. God is mm-hmm. the chairman of the board. Jesus Christ is the present CEO. And the Holy Spirit is a COO. And I share that with these three guys for me who can be against me, right? That's who I report I to. I love that. And then, of course, I, I, I share that with them. I hold up the Bible and I said, here's my company manual. Everything that you want or need to know about leading or doing business or anything is in this book. You know, John mm-hmm. Maxwell really, you know, I don't know if you know the the Leader's Business uh, Bible that he published, but it's phenomenal. It is absolutely phenomenal. It gives you all the kind of stuff that you could possibly want to know about how to be a, a, a God-following leader. So I love what you said there with those challenges, but you know that you're leaning on the Lord, not your own understanding. And—, and I- uh, The way that you are doing this is engaging in prayer and that you know he's present for you and he's going to work you through this stuff because there are these challenges, especially when you're alone like this and you're an entrepreneur and where do you go for help? But it's got to be terribly encouraging to you and inspiring for you that you can share some of this stuff and you know about this in other leaders. So now you can relate to them as to what this stuff looks like, right?
2: 100%. That is a big blessing in this is that I can finally say... I know exactly what you're going through.
1: Right. So how do you incorporate your faith in work now? You, you, you've got the leading from God. You've got a calling for God. So how do you actually accomplish that? How do you relate with this? Because they're not all, all Christians, right? The people you deal with?
2: No. Uh, I would say the majority are not believers. Okay. Um, but, you know, this is how I incorporate it. Fundamentally... Um, This business today is driven and inspired by, you know, what Amira, me singularly, can accomplish and uh, breed life into. And so I feel like the the, the primary way that I am incorporating faith into my work is by incorporating God into my life, into my daily life. And so, because if I am inspired and allow myself to be um, a proxy for God Mm -hmm. every single day, then that is reflected in my work. So that's number one. Number two, the essence of Manifesta, the, the primary mission is to bring love with a capital L to the workplace. So when love is the ultimate commandment of God and love is the mission of the company I feel like I don't have to to you know quote 1 Corinthians 13 for people to understand <laughs> right. or to witness right. God in action I love in, it. Their, in, in their in work.
1: And share with the audience what your sub uh, you know your subheading is for your business.
2: Well, it's my personal tagline, yes. and um, it's Veni Vidi Amavi, which means uh, we came, we saw, we loved.
1: I love that. That is fabulous. <laughs> I've never seen that before, and I think that it's so compelling, you know. Do you get asked that question much about what that means? Because Amavi, they've never heard of, right? Most people?
2: No, yeah most people haven't heard of it it's something i've had in my email signature for a decade mm-hmm. so uh, you know i think people just kind of take it for granted or google it but i've had I've, i have had people ask me and they love it when they hear it because all the, what they usually hear and what the majority of people have heard is veni vidi vici which right. is we came we saw we conquered right and uh, well love conquers all so i
1: feel like <laughs> i love it
2: you know hey, mine is better <laughs> well listen
1: i listeners we got a special special gift for you today that amira is going to do so for the first 3 listeners that call in and you tec- or text us at 224 404 1988. She is going to give away a free executive session for you. That's via phone, could be the internet. She's worldwide, so she can she can connect with you. So text us at 24-404-1988 with the word manifest. And you will get well, one of three people that do this is going to get an executive coaching session with Amira and I'm going to tell you you will never be the same after you have that session because she brings it and you've, you've heard a little bit of that here, too, about her tagline, and um, and she's all about love and what she's observed, observed in other companies, the success she's had. So I really want you to get out there. Also, Jennifer and I, would love for you to text us at 224-404 with the keyword faith because we got a bag of goodies here for you. So please do that. And also go out and check out our website at faithmarketplace.com. We have all the podcasts out there for the last almost seven years now. So we're going to be right back with
0: my special guest, Amira el Gauli. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. We're
1: back here with my special guest, Amira El-Ghali. And uh, she is the CEO and president of Manifesta. We're going to get into that a little bit deeper today, because what the heck is Manifesta? But first, before we get into that, I really wanted to know a little bit more, uh, Amir. There's a couple special Bible verses that have been kind of life verses and directional verses for you. What could you share with our audience what those are?
2: Yeah, the the first one is from Ruth, and I've always loved this. Um, The the verse is Ruth 1, uh, 16 to 17, and, and Ruth says, Don't urge me to leave you or to turn back from you. Where you go, I will go, and where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people, and your God my God. Where you die, I will die, and there I will be buried. May the Lord deal with me, be it ever so severely, if even death separates you and me.
1: So why is that a favorite one, or why does that resonate for you?
2: You know what I felt Ruth was saying was, I love you. I support you, and this is my love in action. And uh, it was a real act of, of loyalty, which, which is very important to me. And um, anyway, I, I, I've always been inspired by her steadfast love and loyalty in that moment.
1: Now, we'd mentioned, or, or you kind of mentioned a little bit before about 1 Corinthians. Um, so what, what, what is that one all about for you?
2: You know, 1 uh, Corinthians 13 is a passage that always gives me goosebumps because mm. I feel like we throw the word love around a lot, and mm. in modern culture, we've really cheapened the word. Okay. And I think what God is talking about is love in action. Okay. And... um. I don't, I, I don't know if you wanted me to, to read the verse, yeah, the, the tell, passage that, for you. Yeah, Would that, you like me to? Yeah,
1: absolutely, because obviously this okay. is inspiring to you.
2: Okay. So um, this is 1 Corinthians 13. If I speak in the tongues of men or of angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal.
1: How beautifully you phrase that, and I can see why you are so inspired by that, because it is the essence of what you do. Let's tell the listeners a little bit more about Manifesto. Let's dig into this and, and the whole mission there and what you're doing, and give us some examples of what somebody that would engage with you, what they could expect.
2: Sure. You know, I'll, I'll actually tell you the story of, of one of my first clients when I started the business was a, was a local grocery store owner who you know, was an amazing businesswoman. Um, you give her a challenge, you know, she could tackle it and, and get it done within, you know, a 24-hour period. I mean, mm-hmm. a really incredible woman. And she had about, I think, 70 employees when we first met. We had both won the same uh, award here in Washington, D.C. And, you know, I was actually a customer of hers, So it was kind of a, a very exciting moment for me to meet her. And what ended up happening was she called on me and said, Amira, I noticed that you, uh, your lot, in your last company, you won the Best Places to Work award two times in a row. And I want to know how you did it because we're struggling. Mm. And she said, you know, we're, I have an amazing team, but, you know, things are always happening. And the grocery business is tough. It's kind of like the restaurant business, you know, Mm. really low margins. uh, And there can be a lot of turnover because just it's the nature of the beast. And so she needed help figuring out what was happening in her business. She said, people aren't going to be honest with me as the business owner, as the leader They're not going to tell me what's really going on um, because, you know, people want to keep their jobs. They want to put on a brave face. She said, I need an objective partner to come in and assess. So we went in and did a culture assessment, and this is something we do for a lot of clients, is we will, through a series of in-depth interviews with employees, um, where we really listen. We listen hard, uh, and um, through, through some quantitative methodologies, we will put. We will gain a clear picture of what's happening inside the business. Uh, what does the heartbeat look like? And so um, they're kind of like labs, like when you go and get your blood drawn. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we we do an audit and we come back and say, here is here is the state of the business. Here is the state of your team. Here is the state of. Um, of really kind of productivity, of engagement, of the future. Here are things to look out for. And here are, here are real opportunities for you to um, act on today to improve retention, to improve engagement, um, to improve morale, which is really kind of like how are people feeling, how positively right. and are they feeling day to day? Which impacts, by the way, every single customer who walks through your door.
1: I would imagine and this so, is very surprising, right? When they see some of these results of this,
2: you know, uh, this, this particular business owner said it transforms the way she works. Mm. She said this, this audit was the most honest assessment she'd had in her entire career, and um you know, three years later, uh, she, you know, they're, pro- they were profitable for the first time in, wow. in their history wow. and, um, you know, had lots, lots of money left over. And so I just think, uh, to reinvest in their employees, of course, you know, mm-hmm. this, is, this is, this is what small business owners do. right? And so, you know, she and I, um, have become dear friends in the process, which is actually often the output of my work is (laughs) that, you know, I work so closely with these business owners and leaders and get to know them and their hearts and their team so much that I become a champion for them, um, that we become dear friends. Uh, and, um, so there's so much more to the work than just kind of the clinical, how do we make more money? How do we hire better people? Um, we really get to the heart of the business.
1: That is so wonderful. And listeners, you can hear this in her. This is the real deal. And for a lady, like she said, of young years but old soul, she brings it. And uh, so that's what you're going to get if you want to engage with Amira and Manifesta. That was beautifully done. I, I really appreciate that. What words of wisdom would you give into your younger self, knowing what you know now?
2: Oh, I would have a lot more compassion For my Mm. younger self, I uh, would uh, tell younger Amira that your life is not going to follow a straight line, Mm. that you can apply for as many jobs as you want, but God's going to pick the best one for you anyway. Um, I would say, I would really tell myself to trust God more Mm. and to lean on God more rather than my own mind and actions and um, decisions. Mm -hmm. And then I think the last thing, Bob, which is really important is that I would really um, remind my younger self that my worth is in God and God alone.
1: Yes. And God's
2: love and God's um, value in me is, is worth you know, infinitely more than any that
1: of any human, yes. any boss, That's any
2: well said.
1: peer. Yeah. That's so well said. Well, listen, folks, you've heard from this young lady, you've heard her heart, you've heard the passion, and you have the opportunity to be one of three people that are going to get executive coaching sessions from her. So here's what you have to do if you want to get this. You have to text us at 224-404-1988. And the first three people that do that with the word manifest in there are going to get given a really fabulous uh, offering here because she charges money for this stuff. You're going to get it for free. So the first three that do that, Texas at 224-404-1988, and you're going to get a free executive coaching session with the Mirror from anywhere, or no matter where you're at, out in our listening audience or you're hearing this over the Internet. Uh, we'll connect you up, and she's going to do that for you, Amira. One of the things that we always ask folks, and I'm always uh, delighted when I see it because it just it, it just is so cool. What would um, if I was to ask you what the what people find most amazing about you or something that's cool, funny, or amazing? What would you What would you say? You
2: want just one thing? <laughs> uh, you can tell
1: tell tell it whatever you want. We got about a minute left okay. here.
2: Okay. Well, I would say the first thing is that um, I have a an eye for design. Okay. I love, love, love um, beautiful spaces. And Somehow I've gotten really lucky to get to now start designing workplaces. So wow. um, that's that's something I think that's really cool and most people don't know. And then the second thing, which is a kind of a funny joke in my family, is that I am a total thrill seeker. <laughs> um, I love being on a motorcycle. I love behind somebody. I don't know. <laughs> ha- I am going to get my motorcycle <laughs> license, hopefully, okay. soon. Um but, you know, if I could jump off a plane and skydive every single <laughs> morning to start the day, I would.
1: You are a thrill seeker. I love it. <laughs> and you're quite a roller coaster aficionado, too, I see. <laughs> well, listen, folks, you got to stay tuned. We're going to be back with Amira. We're going to take and uh, tackle the subject this week on our roundtable of Have you ever been afraid to provide moral leadership in your business? And, boy, I can't think of anybody better that can can, uh, talk about this
0: subject. So stay tuned. We're going to be right back. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, we're back with my special guest, Amira El-Ghali. And she is
1: the present CEO of Manifesta. And Amira, how are people going to get a hold of you?
2: There are uh, a few ways uh, people can contact me. One, if you're just interested in learning more about uh, my company, Manifesta, you can go to Manifesta.co. That's M-A-N-I-S-E-S-T-A dot C-O. Or you can email me if you have any questions or you'd like to chat. Um, I'm more than happy to chat with any of your listeners, Bob. And mm-hmm. my email address is Amira, A-M-I-R-A, at manifesta.co.
1: That's cool. That's wonderful. Yeah. Well, listen, we want to dig into this subject because I know this is something you know a little bit about. <laughs> so. Have mm-hmm. you ever been afraid to provide moral leadership in your business? Now, because you've been around, and this is something that you do as far as leadership goes, I bet you got a few stories about maybe some moral lapses of, pe- of leaders that you've seen or that you've had personal experience with. And then also, how do you how do you do this with your leaders? Uh, you know, as far as this type of thing.
2: This is such a good subject, Bob. We could talk about this for hours. Yes, we could. Um, I mean, I mean, this is this is uh, this is exactly what we try to investigate in our work, right? Mm-hmm. So, I think every every day, leaders have the opportunity to reflect their values, right, in the way that they make decisions, the way that they communicate, um, and so I have seen many examples of leaders um, acting out of alignment with their values in the way they run their businesses. And it's one of the reasons I started Manifesta, Uh, and I'm so passionate about this work, is because um, people matter. And when we act out of alignment with our morals and our values, people get hurt. And that part um, isn't always temporary. And so it matters a lot that every leader and every business owner really examines themselves very carefully to say, what do I believe and by what moral principles do I lead mm. and how do I hold myself to that Yeah, in the way I run my business?
1: And I would say that you are particularly challenged, you know, because you're in the Metro D.C. area, right? I am so you you see a lot of examples of people that uh, maybe they aren't quite get the morality that they need
2: you know i i I think that yes, in city life, we operate at a speed and a level of competition that is not very forgiving mm-hmm. and so um and is not conducive to um what I would say is like the quieting of the spirit mm-. That a leader needs to have in order to, especially if you're a believer, to listen to God and to remember who you are. So um, there is a lot of, yes, external pressure, I think, to perform better, to make more money, to outpace the competition, which I believe speed can, can make you make mistakes when you're trying to move too fast. And those mistakes hurt people and hurt you as a leader.
1: Yeah, and and just the moral lapses sometimes, and I think a lot of that is just people really trying to align, you know, and even know what morality is. I saw some very good things just recently about that, of morals that you know, the values to behavior, and it's really kind Mm -hmm. of interesting that we've kind of wandered away a little bit from morality. You know, what's right, what's wrong? Because you ask people. Yeah even even understanding what truth is right uh so and i don't want to get too philosophical about this <clears throat> i've experienced it in my career um and i won't i won't say that i have been without moral lapses my personally myself when i wasn't with the lord for many many years and uh, then got it that when i came back that you know i'm really held accountable to uh, walk in the path and walk in with the lord so uh, I take that as a badge, of, a badge of courage, and a badge that I'm mm. uh, going to wear because a lot of people know that uh, I am a Christian, and uh, but I want to manifest it by my walk and my behavior, not right. so much that I can right. quote scripture chapter and verse, which I can't, <laughs> but uh-huh. uh, that you know they see that and reflect that, and that's one of the things that I, I think the work that you're doing is going to be is so vitally important with leaders today, mm. is to help them and understand that their walk is really important in front of their employees. They're watching them. And if they're, uh, you know, unethical, if they uh, have lapses of integrity uh, and value, that that's going to, like you said, that has a uh, an effect, and it has a long-term effect, right? Uh, that's right. That's not right. A current organization, but also the people that you attract, you know, that you'd like to have work with you.
2: Exactly. I mean, I think, you know, how you act is going to influence how your employees act. Mm. And this is what I tell the, you know, the business owners and executives that I work with, you know, you are under the microscope Mm. and that can be a really positive thing, or it can be a really negative thing. And if you want it to be a positive thing, you have to be more intentional about how you behave. And I think there is a bit of, um, a cavalier attitude that I, I see in a lot of leaders who, um, you know, where there is a lap where you say morality, or if we do, you know, you can, you can use the word values is often people are valuing themselves more than they're valuing the people around them. Mm. And that to me is the opposite of love. Yeah. So that's the op- That's not, that's not what God is telling us to do. Yeah. And so they say, if you love people, you're going to show them the right way, right? You're going to show them the right path. And what's the most powerful way to show people the right path is to actually pave the path for them.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So, so, know, the, so, so, so yeah. Anyway, go ahead.
1: So, you know, again, one of the things I'm seeing also that seems to be a bit lacking today is accountability. Um, you know, and clearly articulating what it is your expectations are of people, yeah. uh, and yeah. then holding them accountable. Uh, it just seems like there's a we've wandered away from that a bit, and we um, have. And yeah. I, I think that's again instilling a little bit out there. Not not trying to get waxed too, uh, you know, philosophically mm-hmm. here, but you know, to really, uh, like you said. Um, if you truly love people and want them and the outcome to be the best for them and for them to be the best they can be, uh, it really is about pouring back into them. But you got to walk it first, I think. You have to be that person that demonstrates it. So, um, yeah, you've shared some great wisdom I, with us today. Go ahead.
2: Thank you. I just want to, you know, share one quote that I think could be really helpful to people because. To me, this is not philosophical. This is very practical. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Brene Brown, who's an incredible writer and researcher, um, you, uh, says this thing. She says, clear is kind. Clear is kind. Unclear is unkind. Mm. And when you, if you want to lead with kindness, you have to be clear about the purpose of your business about the values and moral principles by which this business is going to be run, and the expectations you have for executing against that. Because the reality is we will be more profitable and successful, and every employee will be more engaged if we do those
1: things. All right. I can't believe that we're out of time already. This is incredible, folks. What a fabulous show. But if you have a business need or a question or you want a perspective of sales marketing or messaging expert, then you got to contact us at any That number is 224-404-1988. We'd love to hear from you, and the biggest takeaway was of the show today. We'd love to hear about that. So visit our website, faithmarketplace.com, and remember to connect with us on social media also. So we'd love to hear from you. Again, I want to thank my special guest today, Amira el uh, the present CEO of Manifesta. Get out there and check her out. She's got a special offer out there. Listen to the whole segment because you're going to be able to text
0: us and get a uh, special session with her.